Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. On a Tuesday, it's All Even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud as well as YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you find your podcasts available. We have a lot to get into. It's a packed show. We're going to talk about those New York Jets and why having the number two pick may not be so bad. We'll also talk about those Dallas Cowboys and why I think that things are not as bad as we may think it is. Monday Night Football between the Bills and Pats. Who's my MVP for the NFL season? I also have a special guest on the show today. One of my good friends. We're going to talk NBA hoops. DJ G Money. I got a lot to say about Dwayne Haskins as well. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump right into the New York Jets situation, shall we? A lot of people are talking about this is bad news. This is the worst thing that could possibly happen. They want Trevor Lawrence. Hell, I was even saying that last week because, like I said, it was a chemical reaction. How you felt in that moment. Oh, my goodness, the Jets, they ended up doing this, and now they can't get Trevor Lawrence. It's over. What are we going to do? Now we, now we have to settle for something else. But is that something else actually a better option? Let's take it back to 2012, shall we? The Washington Redskins, as they were called at that time, they needed a quarterback. They had no quarterback. They did not know what they were going to do. But Dan Snyder knew that if he had a chance to get one of those top two quarterbacks, whether it be Andrew Luck, whether it be RG3, he was going to snatch that opportunity, and it didn't matter what the cost was to get that quarterback. RG3 was projected to go number two. So what did Dan Snyder do? He advised the GM to get that deal done. So they traded three first-round picks for that number two pick to acquire RG3 in the draft. They got their guy. They didn't care what it cost them to get their guy. And who did they trade those three first-round picks to? They traded them to the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis at that time had a quarterback, and his name was Sam Bradford, the 2010 overall number one pick that ended up not turning out to be a great player. He just wasn't that good. He was injury-prone. He was mistake-heavy. He wasn't accurate. And they gave him a ton of money. This is when the rookies used to get a ton of money come rookie time in their negotiations. They were getting more money than guys that were 10-year vets, 5-year vets in the league. So on their thinking, they already have their quarterback. They don't need another quarterback. So what they're going to do is they're going to trade down, get some more assets, and be able to build this team around Sam Bradford. Well, the second part of that was correct. They were able to acquire so many more assets because of those three first-round picks that they acquired from the Washington Redskins at that time. And fast forward now, you're looking at a Los Angeles Rams team that reaped the benefits of that draft. I bring this up because this is where the New York Jets find themselves right now, in that position that the St. Louis Rams were in 2012. What do they do? 
Do you go ahead and draft the quarterback? Or do you go ahead and acquire as much picks as you possibly can get? We got to remember that the Jets have the most money to spend in free agency come this offseason. If they acquire multiple draft picks that can be able to build this roster and then you can be able to put that money to good use in free agency and then hire a coaching staff and do all of these things the right way, do you understand the type of situation that the Jets will find themselves in four, five years down the line? They will look like the Los Angeles Rams. This is exactly where they want to be. So everybody might be thinking that, man, it sucks to not have Trevor Lawrence. Hell, like I said, I was saying that. But maybe, just maybe, this is actually the best thing that can happen to the New York Jets. Sam Darnold is not a terrible quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? No. But he's still a work in progress. He's still very, very young. He's like 23 years old. You can still be able to help him develop the right way. Get a coaching staff together that is player development friendly, that knows how to deal with young quarterbacks, that knows how to groom young quarterbacks, and you will see Sam Darnold make tremendous strides into where you want him to go. If you're now surrounded with weapons that this draft has, young receivers, good running backs, a decent offensive line, with those picks, you can be able to revamp this roster in an offseason. Do you understand how tremendously rare that is that you can be able to overturn your roster in an offseason and be a competent team that next season? The Jets have a chance to do this. They have to draft smart. They have to hire smart. And they have to trade smart. They have to do this deal. If they trade this number two pick, they are setting themselves up tremendously for their future. And just think about it. Even if Sam Darnold ends up being great, he ends up 35 touchdowns, 4,000 yards, five picks, you still be able to get him on the cheap because he's only had that one good year. You can be able to keep him under control at a reasonable price at the quarterback position. That is very, very, very important. If you can be able to control that amount of dollars at that position, you now can be able to funnel the rest of that money into the team. The Jets, things are not so doom and gloom. It's really the opposite. It looks very promising. However, like I said, They have to do things the smart way. Is Joe Douglas the guy to get them there? We damn sure hope so. If Joe Douglas is thinking that Adam Gase deserves another chance at this, he's mistaken. He's wrong. It is time for a new coaching staff. It is now time for a new vision. It's now time for a new direction for this organization. This draft right here. This 2021 draft can possibly set the Jets up for the next 10 years. And that is not BS. I'm telling you. Moving on to another team in a peculiar situation. The Dallas Cowboys. At 6-9 and nine right now, Dallas Cowboys have a chance to win the division this week against the New York Giants. If they beat the Giants and the Washington football team loses their game against the Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys will be division champions of the NFC least. Now, a lot of people, like myself last week, we didn't want the Cowboys to win. I was very comfortable with the Cowboys being 5-11, and 4-12, and and getting a good draft pick and being able to revamp this team come draft time, restructure these contracts that we have on the roster right now, and retool for next season. That was my wish. 
But they went ahead and stomped all over my wishes. And as I'm sitting there after they destroyed the Eagles 37-7, to I sat back and I said, hmm, this reminds me of something very, very similar. I remember 10 years ago, Pete Carroll took over the Seattle Seahawks. They ended up finishing 7-9. and nine. They ended up winning the division at 7-9. and nine. And everybody was saying that the Seahawks do not deserve to be in the playoffs. They're, they're not a playoff team, and the NFL should be giving this spot to somebody else. But guess what? The Seahawks ended up winning a playoff game. They lost in the second round, absolutely. But what happened after that? Now, granted, they went 7-9 the following year as well. But what followed after that was 11-5, 13-3, and a Super Bowl win, and then 12-4 and a Super Bowl appearance where they lost to the New England Patriots with that controversial goal line stand. I bring this up because since that 2011 year, that Pete Carroll went 7-9, and nine. the Seahawks never looked back. They have not had a losing season since. The Dallas Cowboys are looking at the same exact situation. New head coach, team is going through some things, and they'll possibly finish 7-9. and nine. But the big difference is that when 2012 came along for the Seattle Seahawks, they decided to go with the rookie quarterback instead of the average Tavares Jackson, instead of the average Matt Flynn that they just paid the offseason before. The Dallas Cowboys have Dak Prescott coming back next year. All roads lead to that. All signs point to Dak coming back. But the Cowboys need to be smart, and they need to draft a quarterback. Draft a young quarterback that can possibly be your future. Because if the Seattle Seahawks told you anything in regards to their dynasty, the Legion of Boom, the Legion of Boom wouldn't exist if you had to pay a quarterback $38 plus million a season. That was able to happen because you had guys on rookie deals You drafted and scouted well and got good players at the back end of the draft. And you ended up having a coach that was able to put it together and build this team, create this level of stability that the Seahawks have never seen. And now they're in a position to possibly, you know, a lot of things have to break their way, possibly get to a Super Bowl. That's what the Dallas Cowboys need to do. As much as I love Dak Prescott, as much as I love a lot of players on this team, the Dallas Cowboys need to be smart, and they need to understand that where they find themselves can be a turning point to launch this franchise where they want to be, where they haven't been in 20-plus years, back in the Super Bowl. In order for them to do this, they have to be smart. And they have to operate like the Seahawks of 2010, 11, and 12. That's what the Cowboys need to do. Will they do it? Jerry Jones is a stubborn man. Jerry Jones is a prideful man. Is he going to be able to walk away from Dak Prescott? I don't know. But he should. Because at that price tag, it's very hard to compete for Super Bowls when you have so many holes to fill on your roster. When you have so many different positions that need addressing and you don't have the money to do it. So this is where they find themselves. It's not a bad position. It's just a position that they have to pay attention to and understand where they are and move accordingly. Coming up after the break, Monday Night Football. We go over that game between the Bills and the Patriots. 
And also, who's my MVP for the NFL season? Oh, yeah. And I talk about Dwayne Haskins. On a Tuesday, it's all even. I've had so many people tell me that Anchor is great. Anchor is this. Anchor is that. But I have to tell you, man, those people were right. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Why wait? Get at it now. Welcome back, y'all. Monday Night Football pretty much told us exactly where these two teams are. The Buffalo Bills sit at 12 and 3. The New England Patriots sit at 6 and 9. Buffalo beats the hell out of the Patriots 38 to 9. Josh Allen has a tremendous game. 27 for 36, 320 yards passing, four touchdowns. Zach Moss has 57 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, nine catches, 145 yards, three touchdowns. The guy was unstoppable. For the Patriots, Jared Stidham, 44 yards passing. Cam Newton, 34 yards passing, got benched. Sony Michelle, 69 yards rushing. How quickly these two teams have switched positions. Just five years ago, we didn't know where the hell the Bills were going. We didn't know what direction they, they, were, they were heading in. But what we did know was that they needed a change. And they got that change. Sean McDermott's now the head coach. They drafted Josh Allen. They traded for Stephon Diggs. Their defense looks great. They built that team through the draft and free agency as well. And now they sit on top of the AFC East. At 12-3, and three, they are positioned to have a deep run in the playoffs. The Patriots, look how far they've fallen. Tom Brady's no longer here, and they're 6-9. and nine. So can we honestly say that it was Tom Brady that held this together? Possibly. But that's not the only reason why we saw this Patriots team struggle the way they did. We saw the weapons of New England dissipate through the years. Guys getting hurt. Guys leaving. You know, Belichick not drafting well. And we see the end result here. We see the product that's on the field. It's not a very good one. They don't have talent. And sadly, Cam Newton was the guy to be responsible to take this team somewhere, whether it be, you know, a wild card playoff spot or whatever. And Cam Newton is not the guy to be able to fix this roster or hold this roster together like how Tom Brady tried to do last season. Cam Newton is a quarterback at this stage of his career that needs everything to be working well. He needs weapons. He needs a good offensive line. He needs a great defense. Cam Newton had none of those things this year. Can that change? Will Bill Belichick say, I want to run it back with Cam next season, and I'm going to put some effort into drafting some good players, get a good offensive line, maybe spend a free agency possibly, and see what we can be able to do with Cam Newton behind center again. Or is he going to decide to start over and get a quarterback that over the years he hasn't really picked them well? He, he's, not a, he's not a great evaluator of the quarterback position. He really isn't. So do we see the Patriots getting out of this hole anytime soon? It truly all depends on Bill Belichick and how much he's willing to change. Certain things don't work after a while, and maybe his approach needs to change. For the Bills, the Bills are flying high. Like I said, they have the holy trinity of football. Good ownership, good head coach, good quarterback. And when you give that good quarterback a dangerous weapon like Stephon Diggs, 
The opportunities are endless. What you can be able to achieve is endless. This Bills team is a real threat to win a Super Bowl this year. Not next year, not the season after that. This year. That's how good they are. And everybody needs to really pay attention to what's going on in Buffalo because they may end up cracking that drop that they've had in regards to Super Bowls. Maybe it's their time. And I don't want to hear anybody tell me that Jared Goff is better than Josh Allen because Jared Goff is not better than Josh Allen. Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. Josh Allen runs circles around Jared Goff. And you're starting to realize that that particular draft class of quarterback, the Jared Goffs, the Carson Wentz, the Dak Prescotts, they're all in the same category where they're they're good, but they're not that good. Certain things have to be perfect around them to work. Now, can you win with a quarterback like that? Absolutely. But guys like Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen's a little bit more special than those three that I just mentioned. And that's when you can win Super Bowls. That's when you'll start to see consistency out of an organization. That's when you'll start to see possibly a dynasty arise from an organization. When you have this type of stability and this type of talent at your quarterback position. Dallas doesn't have that. Philly doesn't have that. Los Angeles doesn't have that. Moving on to regular season MVP. Who is my regular season NFL MVP? Well, it's come down to three particular quarterbacks. The first one is going to be Josh Allen. Second one is going to be Patrick Mahomes. And the third one is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Who do I think is the MVP this year? Josh Allen has had a great season. You saw what they did to the Patriots on Monday night. They're 12-3. and He's having a phenomenal year. 4,320 yards, 34 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Awesome. Amazing. Then you have Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs are 14-1. and They're flying high. Pat Mahomes is doing what he normally does. 4,700 yards passing. 38 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Amazing. But the guy that I feel is the MVP is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, 4,000 yards passing, 44 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 119 passer rating. Think about what he did last year. He threw for 4,000 yards last year. He had 26 touchdowns and 4 interceptions. The year before that, 4,400 yards passing, 25 touchdowns to 2 interceptions. He has stepped his game up tremendously this season. He has been unstoppable this year you have to give him the MVP as good as Pat Mahomes has been playing he is not doing what Aaron Rodgers is doing a lot of people said that Aaron Rodgers was done that he was starting to regress and maybe it was time for them to look elsewhere hell they drafted a quarterback in this draft Jordan Love because even the organization said well maybe he is done and Aaron Rodgers said oh really Hold my beer. Hold my beer, and I'm going to show you what done is. That's what Aaron Rodgers has done. He has defied his own organization. He's defied all of the pundits, all of the analysts who said that he's finished, that his arm strength is going down, that his mobility is not there anymore. Aaron Rodgers is the same Aaron Rodgers he was the last time he won the MVP. Tremendous. Devontae Adams is probably the best receiver in, in football. And with this combination they can be able to win a Super Bowl. Sure, the team was successful last year. Sure, they went 13-3 last year. But this is a different quarterback than last year. This guy is locked in. He understands the offense. He understands what he has to do. He knows how to get the football to his receivers. He knows how to control the line of scrimmage. He understands what is asked of him. And this is why... He deserves the MVP honors. There's nobody else. 
that is close to what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Like I said, Pat Mahomes is having a great year. May throw for 5,000 yards and all that, 40 touchdowns. Okay, cool. But what Aaron Rodgers is doing, he's defying what everybody thought that he couldn't do. He's defying everybody that thought that he was done. And this is why he deserves the MVP award. It's just like LeBron James last year in basketball. He defied the odds at 35 years old, but yet they still decided not to give it to him. Hopefully the NFL gets it right because the NBA didn't. And now I'm going to turn my attention to Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, two years ago, was drafted by the Washington football team. 15 overall. They believed that he had talent coming out of Ohio State, and they were right. Did have talent. Well, what happens to these guys when they get to the NFL? What happens to them is that they think that they don't have to work hard. They think that it's all about how they look and their brand and all of this nonsense instead of putting in the work that they have to put in to be great players. Dwayne Haskins in a pandemic is going to strip clubs in a team that's fighting for a playoff spot, fighting to win their division. And that's what's important to you. You understand the ramifications of your actions. It was so bad that they had to cut you. They were so fed up with your nonsense that they had to get rid of you. A team that's invested millions of dollars into a young black man to be able to lead their team to the promised land at some point. And you failed. You disappointed them. Why? Because you don't have your head screwed on straight. That's the problem. This is why a lot of people, a lot of scouts, a lot of GMs don't want to take risk on black quarterbacks because of this particular reason. Jamarcus Russell, you, Jameis Winston, every one of you players that decide that you want to be knuckleheads instead of being model citizens and being role models to the young kids that say, hey, listen, you know, if you grow up in a, in a, in a bad neighborhood, you grew up in a, in a tough situation, you can be able to get out with hard work. And when you get there, the hard work starts. It doesn't stop. Just because you made the NFL doesn't mean that you have to stop working now. I would be shocked if a team looks at Dwayne Haskins for next season and gives him a chance. Why should they? Why should they? For his lame-ass apology? At this point, we don't want to hear apologies. We want to see you mature. Get better. Be better. I'm tired of seeing black quarterbacks go through this. Not saying that white quarterbacks don't get flushed out, but black quarterbacks get flushed out at a higher rate. Why is that? Is it a talent thing? No. Is it a racial thing? I don't know. But what I do know is that I see the lack of effort. I see the lack of hard work with these, with these guys. And that's the problem. If you work hard, if you make sure that you put yourself in good positions, if you make sure that you don't surround yourself with knuckleheads, you'll be able to stay around longer. But when you do things like this, you make the people that really don't like you because of your skin color, you validate their reasons. You validate their reasons for disliking you. And you also do that in the football world too. Guys that look at you and say, yeah, I don't think he's going to be a good quarterback because I, I don't think that he's capable of handling the position because he's not mature enough. You validate their reasons too. When is it going to be enough for you guys to learn that you see this happen every few years with young quarterbacks don't you learn don't you watch don't you have people in your ear saying yo look man you gotta be doing things the right way because if you don't have those people around you you need to get some if your talent is not good enough to stay in the NFL hey you gotta live with that right you gotta live with that and move on and maybe go somewhere else to see if you can be able to continue your career 
But if you flop out of the NFL because of your behavior, because people can't stand to be around you because you're immature, that is a disgrace. Coming up after the break, All Even's first interview with co-hosts of the Flip the Script podcast and host of Picky Eaters, DJ G Money, as well as some NBA news on a Tuesday. It's all even. Yo, yo, what up? It's your boy DJ G Money representing that Flip the Script podcast. But listen, right now I'm listening. I'm tuned in. I'm tapped in to a brand new podcast called the All Even Podcast with my man Barry Grant. Yo, B, what's up, man? Congrats on the new podcast. I'm listening right now. I'm tuned in. Fire. Fire. All even. We here. Let's go. Welcome back, y'all. Brooklyn Nets. They've looked good this season. Offensively, they they're clicking. They have they have the pieces. They have depth. They have talent. You know, I like what I'm seeing out of Steve Nash early. I like the fact that he tends to keep Kyrie and KD on the floor at the same time. They're off the floor at the same time. That's that's a good dynamic. I like that. I haven't really seen a coach do that. So that's a little different. I like what they're doing. I like their depth. I like their talent. I do call them the big top nets because it can turn into a circus. This situation can get bad. But right now it's not bad, so we're not going to project on them. But the thing that always made me wary of the nets is health. Can they stay healthy for the season? Can everybody stay healthy so they can be able to make a title run? And I always had concerns about that. My my answer, every time I would ask that question in my head, I would say, no, they can't stay healthy. Kyrie Irving has never been healthy in his career in regards to playing a full season. Kevin Durant has had his injury concerns over the years as well. Not as much as Kyrie, but he's had a few. And now we get to the point where the first injury bug has hit the nets. Guard Spencer Dinwiddie partially tore his ACL. And he's out for the season. Spencer Dinwiddie is a huge piece to this this puzzle. Losing him is big. It's not just, ah, okay, next man up. This is a guy that was a borderline all-star last year. So what you're losing is 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. That guy is dynamic. Can hit the three ball. So what can the Nets do to be able to survive this type of injury well they got Karis LeVert they have Joe Harris they have a lot of talent on this team but can that talent be able to fill that void I don't know but what I do know is that they can't afford any more big injuries like this they get another drastic injury like this you can forget about them being real legit contenders it's just the truth as good as they are They're extremely fragile. And they have to make sure that they they try to keep their injuries to a minimum. Obviously, we can't control that. But the coaching staff, the training staff has to make sure that they come up with a plan to be able to possibly ease the tension off these guys and try to keep them as healthy as possible. Because sky's the limit for this Nets team. They have a chance to really make a deep title run. Can they beat the Lakers? I don't think so. But they can definitely come out the East. I think they're better than the Bucks. I think they're better than the Celtics. I think they're better than the Sixers. Better than the Raptors. So they're, they're the toast of the East to me if they can stay healthy. If they can't, they're going to be one of those teams just going through the motions. Kevin Durant has looked phenomenal, but it's, he just scares me. Can he stay healthy? Kyrie Irving is shooting the hell out of the ball. He's doing exactly what he can. But you know, in a 72-game season, you can expect Kyrie to play 50, 55. That's his MO. It's not not hate. That's fact. So if they can stay healthy, good things can happen. If I'm going to put a percentage on it, I say that they stay healthy 35%. 35% chance they stay healthy. So they have a 65% chance of not. 
Sucks, but that's the reality. The Los Angeles Lakers. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers last night, 115-107. Damian Lillard is Damian Lillard. He does what he does. Dame time is Dame time. We know that. C.J. McCollum had a good game as well. He put in 20 points. Gary Trent Jr., 28 points off the bench in 24 minutes. The Lakers just look flat. And what concerns me is not the fact that they lost the game. It's pretty much how they lost the game. Anthony Davis coming off the contusion, he just looked lethargic and sluggish. I'm There's times that I'm worried about Anthony Davis. There's times where he looks like the best player in the world. And then there's times where he looks like Mr. Glass. It's very fragile. Can they get him to be healthy enough to be the guy that they want him to be? Because when LeBron James is gone, Anthony Davis will still be here. We have to make sure that this guy understands the responsibility that he has in front of him. It's one thing to be a great player on the Pelicans. It's another thing to be a defending champion with the Los Angeles Lakers. Completely different situation. That's one. The other issue that bothers me is Kyle Kuzma. Now, listen, Kyle Kuzma has had some good games. He's coming off a good game against the the Timberwolves. Fine. But Kyle Kuzma's basketball IQ just needs to improve. He cannot continue to look this bad. Can't. The other thing that bothers me is the starting lineup. I believe that Wesley Matthews needs to start. And Schroeder needs to come off the bench with Harold. With those two guys coming off the bench, your your bench unit is dynamic. You allow balance on this team. Putting Schroeder in the starting lineup, it doesn't really help the Lakers. It actually hurts them. LeBron James can be the point guard. If you have Wes Matthews in the game, he can be able to guard a guy like C.J. McCollum or Dame. You're not going to contain Dame as Dame. But... Wes Matthews, I believe, is 3 and D. He can be able to hit the three. He'll get more of a rhythm being in that starting lineup. Frank Vogel has to see that. He has to. Because if he doesn't, then we have bigger problems. And the rim protection. I've I've been on record to say I, I, I like the team, but I wish that they had more rim protection. They've sacrificed the rim protection for a more versatile offensive team. Granted, that's what you need in the playoffs, but you also need to protect that rim as well. So we're going to see what happens with the Lakers going forward. But that game against the Trailblazers, I just saw a couple of things that I didn't like. Not saying that they can't clean it up as early as four games in. No big deal. But there's certain things that you kind of see early on that may rear its ugly head later. And I like to see them iron those things out. Now that I got that out of the way, I'd like to introduce the newest segment to the show, Phone a Friend. Call him up, 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 call him up. Competing for a reason, trying to stay undefeated, yeah. Call him up, 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 call him up. game of the season, don't lie, but all leaving, yeah. All right, y'all, I got my first guest to the All Even Podcast show, the first official guest on the show, DJ G Money. What's good, my man? Yo, 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 what up, what up, man? What's going how you, on? How you doing, man? How's everything going? Uh, everything's great, man. Can't complain. You know, pleasure to be here. First uh, episode episode one of the podcast? Wow, well, man. Listen, man, wow. you, you first first wow. episode first episode where you actually a guest, man. So like, you know, we're gonna have <laughs> We're going to have more guests on. We're going to have a lot more segments. I'm sure you're going to be a, a a repeat offender coming back on this show. No problem. So, no problem. you know, let's, yeah, I'm here. let's just, yeah, definitely, man. So let's just jump right into it. Lakers lose to the Blazers. What are your uh, thoughts about that? Come man? on. You, you going to start off with, with my team losing like this? <laughs> Yo, what's, I'm supposed to, it's both I'm supposed our to, teams, man. I'm, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a friend, man. What's going on? Nah, um, <laughs> so um, I actually caught. 
like the first half of the game, and, it's, and you know, I kind of missed the second half of the game. I, I had to take care of a few things, but um, from the from from the jump, I seen them doing good. They was winning, so I was like, I ain't you know, I ain't gonna watch the whole game. Let me go take care of some work. You know what I'm saying? I turned it off, and I, I checked the the app, the NBA app. And I'm like, yo, how they down five six? What's going on? Like, it's just crazy. I'm like, yo, this is wild, son. They they play they play good the first quarter, second quarter. You know what I'm saying? So, I definitely was shocked, man. Um, but you know, I feel like I feel like Bron Bron is this this way he does, man. Like he 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 figures things out in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Beginning of the season, he likes to just not like he he don't like to do it, but he he plays in a certain way where he's kind of I feel like he's watching the opponents and he might lose a, f- a few games and then that kind of gives him the fuel to go crazy later on in the season down to the playoffs and then he just starts to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, definitely. definitely. I, I ain't too worried about it, man. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely was a, a, a bad loss last night. But the the, the, the the Blazers is a good team though, you know. Uh you know, McCullum just came off a game where he, he went crazy. Where he had like forty or something like that last game or thirty or something. Yeah, I think he had forty four. Forty four. He went crazy. You know, you know, Dame is 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 is, is still hungry for it. So, you know. They came ready to play last night, man. So I can't, I can't be mad at them. Yeah, you definitely can't complain, man. I mean, like, what are your what are your thoughts on the Lakers roster? Like, do you like the roster better from last year? or Do you like the roster better this year? Mm. That's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I my first thoughts were I feel like it's a little weird. Not I feel like it's a little strange that they just want to chip it in. They let so many people go. You know what I'm saying? Like Dwight Howard. You know who was, uh, was was once a superstar, but now he's a role player. You know, I, I get it. Yeah. They, they, you know, they let him go, but he did play his part last year. I feel like so. I, I don't see why they would let him go. Um, Rajon Rondo, I, I don't know why they. You know, I don't know how they let him go. Like he, he's he's an elite player in, in my opinion. Um, Danny Green played his part pretty good. You know, he was part of the starting five roster. So like. I feel like like why did they make these trades? But at the same time, the guys they got now, I feel like are, are also hungry and they, they you know they got fresh legs and they didn't win a chip yet either. I don't think nobody that they traded won a chip yet. Um, so they 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 hungry for it, and um, I think it's a good a good roster still. I think you know uh, a shooter is, is definitely a, a a good slasher, a good uh a good like uh one or two uh, position player. Um, so they, they got a good roster this year too. I, I feel like I feel like it's kind of evened out a little bit, you know. Uh, Gasol, the big man, you know. So I feel, I feel like I feel like it's a little it's it's, it's evened out pretty good. I'm, I'm not mad at the roster. I'm not mad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a different roster because you know they were bigger last year. They had rim protection this year. They don't have no they don't have no real shot blockers like that. So they don't have the same. You know, fear of you know when guys go into the basket, right. guys are not fearing going to the cup to uh, uh, you know with the Lakers anymore. So right, that's right. that's the problem that I see, and at some point they're gonna have to address it. I like I like Dennis Schroeder. I like the guys that they got. I just believe that Schroeder needs to come off the bench more than start. Mm. So hopefully, you know, Frank Vogel realizes that he needs to kind of change that starting lineup up and make sure that he keeps. Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell together because if he has both of those guys coming off the bench, that's a better combination than just having Harrell and Kuzma coming off the bench. Okay, Coach. I, I would okay. rather you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah, I gotta, I gotta put my, I gotta okay. put my, my analytical hat on, yeah, man. Let's you know go, what I'm saying? Let's go. But you know, it's, 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 it's certain things that I see that I like, but there's certain things I don't like already. But it's still early, so I, I ain't gonna go too crazy. I'm not gonna go off on a on a tangent that I normally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep it calm. It's, it's, it's early. I'm gonna keep and, it calm you know, like, until yeah. They just winning the chip like two days ago, so you know they gotta get the <laughs> they gotta get Word. situated exactly. So I'm gonna wait. A, 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 exactly. I'm gonna give them a few more weeks to get situated and get locked in. But you know, I'm I'm not ready about exactly. it. Exactly. I definitely see them going going far in the West. You know what I mean? I mean it's, it's only right. You know what I mean? Braun is in his what 18th season. Uh, right, you know he he's 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 in tip top shape. You know what I'm saying. AD is doing his thing. You know, uh, if 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 Kuzma could play how he played the other night with all them threes he hit, and you know his confidence how he played, I think they'll be in wonderful shape. You know what I'm saying. Kuzma sometimes yeah. drops the ball, and then you don't really see him show up how he's supposed to. You know what I mean? So yo, he kills me. He kills me. G oh, kills me. Like yo, I be I curse on my TV every <laughs> night when Kuzma do something crazy. Every night. 
every night. Because we know man. he's capable of doing these things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, show, show right. us more consistent. Don't show us one day and tease us. And then next week, you kind of like just drop the ball. And next month, you come back and, and score 20, 30 points. It's like, stay stay consistent. If, if he could stay in a little 15 to 18 point uh, average per game, I think we'd be good. Like, if he could stay right there somewhere. You know what I mean? And, and, and keep it, you know what I mean? Come in the game, play your part, play good defense, score a cool, a cool 15 to 18 points each game. That's that'll be that'll be lovely. That'll be that'll be definitely, you know definitely. That I definitely agree, man. Now moving on to the to the Brooklyn Nets. What are your thoughts about the mm, Brooklyn Nets roster? Brooklyn. You, you know they got, you know Spencer Dinwiddie. He just got he just got hurt. He tore his ACL, uh, so, so he's out for the season. So, so you know what's the what do you think that. What do you think they're going to be able to do going forward? Do you think that they're going to be a top team in the East? Do you think that they can be able to get to the NBA Finals? Mm. What are your thoughts? Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I mean, you know, the world's been waiting for this 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 combination with, with Kyrie and KD. Uh, I've been waiting for it low-key, too. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I'm a LeBron fan, but I, I am a fan of Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? K- KD as well. K- KD's dope to me, but I love the way Kyrie game is, so I've been waiting to see him play. Uh, I'm still a little upset that him and LeBron parted ways, man. You know, I, I would I would love to see him and LeBron playing the same team for a long time. I feel like those two would. Yeah, Kyrie was wilding. He was bugging. Oh my god! But anyway, Brooklyn, he's there now. They're healthy. You know, he's doing the whole saging thing. KD's there. <laughs> um, I feel like they got a. <laughs> I feel like they got a, a pretty a pretty solid team, man. Uh, you know, anybody that's on a team with KD, first of all, you know, is is in good shape. Like he he's one of the, he's one of the top top players in the league, you know what I'm saying? Uh neck and neck with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? He he's 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 a person who can score at will. Um he's he's pretty unstoppable. So if he's in your team, like he, he's gonna carry the team. And then you have Kyrie on the team as well who who can carry a team by himself too. You know what I'm saying? So them two I think they're gonna go a little far in the, in the East. You know what I'm saying? I know Brooklyn's been a while for them where they they, they ain't get they they shine too much in a long time. But I, I think this year might be the year for it, man. You know, um I'm trying to think who who they can go, who in the East can really hold them away from that Eastern Conference uh, title. I mean, you know, uh, the Sixers look pretty look pretty decent. You know, Celtics is you know, Jason Tatum is pretty strong still. So, Celtics could, you know could be that team as well. But maybe the Bucks. Uh, we got the yeah. Bucks. The Bucks. You know, we can't you can't count on my man Giannis. The, the, the you know the Greek freak. That's that's my guy too. You know what I mean? I think. Um, I'm gonna start rolling with him when LeBron retired. You know, I'm probably stop being on the the the, the uh, Greek freak uh, bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm. I'm big I don't know if I could go that way, G. I, I don't know, man. I like Giannis, but man, he 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 not no Braun, man. He not Braun to me, man. <laughs> he, he's he's not. He, he's not. He's not. I, I I I like you know. I like to watch certain players. Like they get me excited. Certain players when they do, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, the way their athleticism is and how their game is. So he he's one of those guys that I, I like to watch play, go to the hole and dunk on a whole team and you know, I don't know he just he just excited player to watch so I definitely want to you know uh watch some of his games but but yeah Brooklyn I think Brooklyn's going to be up there you know it, it's going to be a tough run but you know if I had if I had to pick now and us talking about it early on in the season on on your podcast uh in in, in December early in the season I feel like the Nets have a very very strong chance of being an Eastern Conference uh uh champions man I, I think I think I think they're gonna go. I think they're I gonna definitely go. agree, man. Like you, what we'll probably do is we'll we'll probably have another one of these like at the halfway mark, see where everybody's going, mm-hmm. and then you know I'll see I'll see right. where your where your takes are, how you feel about these these particular teams. <laughs> now let's let's yeah nah, let's sure. let's go to the uh, the dumpster fire that I like to talk about. I love to talk about those Los Angeles Clippers, man. They are the team that likes to you know uh. they stay in the basement. They got their dehumidifiers. Ooh. They got their space heaters down there in the basement. So, you know, and they, they laid a stinker and lost by 51 points to the Dallas Mavericks. Like, what are your thoughts about this Clipper team? Do you think that they have a shot to even, you know, have a chance to beat the Lakers? I know they beat the Lakers on open tonight, but do you think in a seven-game series mm-hmm. that they can be able to compete with the Lakers and possibly get to an NBA final? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for you know, for one, for one, I'm I'm riding with Bron, Bron to the depth. So you're not, you know, that, that's number one. Number two, like I mentioned earlier, LeBron, you know, uh, I feel like even if they played a seven game series right now, right, and they lost the first two games, LeBron, I don't know what it is about him. Like I feel like 
his body or something lets him lose a game to give him that fuel. You know what I'm saying? So the Clippers could come out and go crazy. But if LeBron goes down one, goes down two, he's going to go in the locker room, go home, and he's going he gonna to pay that million dollars that he pays for his body each year. And he's going he gonna to get like this whole restructure and come back and go crazy. So I, yeah. they, they can't pass it. They can't get past the Lakers in, in, you know, in, in, in the finals. I mean, not the finals, uh, in the West. Um, so, nah, that's, that's not happening. I'm sticking on that, but but also that 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 that, that fifty that fifty point loss, man. That was, I don't know. I feel like the the Clippers have a strong roster as well. You know what I'm saying? Of course, they got Kawhi, they got Paul George, and you know the the, the rest of the uh, supporting cast, and you know guys are dope players too. But I feel like the Clippers have like a, a West Coast Knicks syndrome. Like they they have like, you know. They, they they make it right there and like like the Knicks when they Knicks get right there fourth quarter is kind of like eh, they drop the ball or, <laughs> you know I, I don't know what it is but the, the overnight was crazy I don't know what happened overnight that that was what the the, the most in NBA history I think they, they were that, yeah the, that had to the biggest deficit think, right? at halftime in the shot clock era we so we talking about right. we're talking about since the shot clock has existed no team has ever been down that many points at halftime like. That that felt like back in the day when you playing rec ball or you playing in you know you playing in ISA or you playing CYO mm-hmm. basketball and the best team coming in and just beat the brakes off you like that's yeah. what it felt yeah. like and it's like I, I never thought that a professional team can get beat that bad but then when I thought about it I was saying you know what if there was gonna be a team to get embarrassed like this it would be the Clippers why because. It's the Clippers. They got no history. They got, like, there's something about this franchise that it just makes you laugh when you think about them. You don't, I don't, I never take the Clippers seriously. There's some people that, yeah, I never take the Clippers seriously. Like, the whole season last year, my partner, Mike Guido, he always, oh, you know, the Clippers are good. The Clippers, I said, listen, just wait. They're going to reveal themselves to you. (laughs) <laughs> when you when you when you least expect it, and That's lo and foul, behold, man. my man, my man, Panic P, my man, Waldo George came through in the clutch when I needed him in that playoff series. He showed up very small, and that's what they do. And this is I, I don't expect nothing else out of them. I don't expect nothing. They're gonna win a whole bunch of games this year. They may finish one, two, or three in the West, but when it comes to the playoffs, they're gonna choke. They always gonna choke. Because it's the Clippers. Mm. Oh, I have, I, to be honest, I have, I have some faith in them, man. I have some faith. I, I'm not, I'm not all, you know, all faith isn't going like the Knicks. Like the yeah. Knicks, I have no faith. But <laughs> the Clippers, the, the, the Clippers, I have some, I have some faith. You, you know what's crazy? I watched uh, this movie Soul last night with my son. You know, what I'm saying it's on Disney Joint. Yeah, I kind of felt I, I didn't finish the whole thing, but it's a part of the movie where they were, they were. Uh, one of the souls was messing with people, uh, messing with people in real life, and like they do something and it'll affect you in real life. Like some girl was doing a tattoo, and then they, they threw like a little ball at her, and she messed the tattoo up. Yeah. And then they th- they threw a ball at someone dunking the ball, and they was like, "Yo, I've been messing with this team for years." And they threw the ball at the person dunking, and if it, 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 it went to reality, and guess what team it was? Who was it? The Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> How did they violate the Knicks? On a, on a on a on a Disney on a Disney movie, <laughs> yo, they're fa- they're fair everyone game. Everyone knows, man. They're fair game, yo, and until until they fix crazy. themselves, they gonna be they the people gonna throw shots at them all day long. That that's just that's just what it is. The Knicks yo, will always that, that, that caught me by surprise, man. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that was that was a curveball for me. I'm sitting there laying down watching, like what? <laughs> that's just foul. Like, yeah. your, your team is that bad that it goes on the uh, freaking. Uh, cartoon uh movie that you know what i mean like, that's crazy that's crazy but listen wow. g i i appreciate you coming on with me man like let everybody know where they can find you what what you got going on yeah no doubt no doubt um appreciate you man uh they can check me out on instagram uh at dj g money 156 at dj g money 156 on instagram twitter at dj g money um of course check out my podcast you know what i'm saying after y'all check out my man's podcast right now but after y'all play all his episodes make sure y'all check out my joint um, flip the script podcast with my brother Queens Flip. Yes, sir. Uh, it's on YouTube, youtube.com slash quiet room battle. Or you can just uh search it on Google or search it on YouTube, type in flip the script podcast. Um also check out my, my uh pick and eater show. It's on That's my YouTube right. page, youtube.com slash DJG Money. Uh <clears throat> I'm working on season four right now. Uh so it should be up for twenty twenty one. Look out for that. I'm excited about it. 
Um, appreciate you, man, and, and congrats on the, on the new podcast. And you know, I, I definitely see you working. And you know, I, I remember when you first started it, and, and you was excited about it, and you're still going now. So you know, I'm, I'm definitely here to support, man. Anytime you need me to jump on the show, I appreciate and, and talk, it, man. And, and talk some sports. You know, I'm definitely with the sports. As long as it's NBA, I, I don't know nothing about football or baseball, <laughs> so don't call me about no baseball chat. I, I'm gonna be lost, man. But uh, NBA listen, talk, you I talk may, that talk. I may, I may, I may just shock you one of these days, surprise you. We gonna talk football, man. I'm, a, I'm gonna get it out of you. I'm gonna get it out of you, man. <laughs> Alright, well, just let me, let me know ahead of time so I, I watch two or three games so I can be up to speed, and then I, I'll let you know my 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 unbiased opinion. Definitely, definitely. Actually, that's, definitely. that's, that's, that's kind of that's dope though, because I don't watch football, so. I can watch th three or four games and then tell you who I really like and who, there you, who go. you know what I'm saying, who there I you feel. Go. And, okay, so maybe maybe some football. Yeah, That's I what I'm saying. We'll, 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 probably, <laughs> we'll probably create a segment, ask G Money what he feels about this football team. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm riding with the Giants because they got a big G on their helmet. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm I hear you. The I hear you, man. All right, bro. So, I appreciate you, man. Nah, thank you. Thank you, big homie. All right, bro. All right, salute. I want to thank G Money for coming on the show. That's my boy. He's been my boy for a long time. He's a hard worker, funny dude. Catch him on Flip the Script and Picky Eaters on YouTube. Really, really good show, so go check that out. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Tuesday. It's all even. This is a public service announcement. Down in your luck. Tired of being curved? Sick of going out with the fellas and being the only loser without a lady? Well, I got something for you. It's called Sex Panther. Legend has it that it's made out of real bits of real panther, so you know it's good. To men, it stings the nostrils. But to women, you may as well be a slab of meat in the dog pound. And that's not all it does. You could be getting ready to see that special fox and disaster hits. No money in the budget for gas, only dinner for two. No problem. The fumes from Sex Panther can give your car 38 miles to the gallon. Sold you yet? I thought so. For $69.99, go from unlovable loser to the cock in the walk. Sex Panther. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So our first candidates for Dummy of the Week, we have two. Two candidates at the same time again for the second consecutive week, man. You know, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. The dummies just come out of the woodwork, even when you think you don't have one. Just turn. Turn to the left, turn to the right, you'll see a dummy. <laughs> They'll appear. They'll always show their face. May I have the drum roll, please? And the candidates are Dwayne Haskins and the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins is my first candidate for dummy, yeah. because he decided that he wanted to go to the strip club and show off and flash his money and throw it at the strippers and all that, right? All that's cool. You know, the strippers are like, all right, my dude, you got money. That's cool. Come back next week. Come back in two weeks. You know, we got a big show coming. Now he's released. You think he'd be able to show his face in that strip club again? They go look at him like, oh, you the dude that got released because you he was here? Oh, no, no, no. You can't come in no more, bro. You're going to mess up our reputation, man. You're going to... You go, you, you, your money's no good here. Just like I said last time, your money's no good here. Dwayne Haskins, I, I just don't understand how you didn't see this coming. You actually thought that you were going to go to a COVID strip club. <laughs> you was going to go to a COVID strip club and then go back to your team and think that everything is all right? They couldn't wait to get rid of your ass. In no way did they think that you were this dumb. But that dummy truck just kept running all over you. It just kept running over you. Just kept <laughs> running over you. They just kept hitting you with that dummy stick all throughout your life. For you to not realize that this was a bad idea. But hey, look at it this way. Even if you get kicked out of that particular strip club, even if they don't want you there, you can go to many other strip clubs now. You have all the free time in the world. You have nothing to do. 
But what's my favorite line? Burger King is hiring. They always hiring, Dwayne. You need to learn how to be mature. So since you're not mature, you need to go get yourself a very entry-level job. Be one of those guys that wear the signs on the side of the the building. <laughs> you know, they flipping the sign and they're dancing. You could be able to do that. You're you're a, you're definitely a shoe in for a clown, cause that's that's what you are. You're a clown. You're not a football player. You don't take this seriously, so you have to be a clown, and a dummy clown at that. You're one of those. You're a court gesture. Nobody takes you seriously. For you to be able to do this, nobody will ever take you seriously again. So I hope you saved your money, Dwayne. And you gotta you gotta remember you gotta put it in the thing called a bank. When you put it in a bank, they can be able to hold the money for you so you don't have to keep it under your, your mattress. And also, this word is going to be very useful to you as well. Invest. Invest. That's a good word too. I'm sure your hardworking parents taught you that word. But the idiots that you run with, they told you, ah, forget that. You don't need that. You don't need that. But enough of you. Moving on to the next dummy. The Clippers, they're the candidates as well for Dummy of the Week. They end up making history. 51 points at halftime. The biggest deficit in the shot clock era. (laughs) I would have thought that the Knicks or the Cavaliers or the Hornets or any one of these low teams that have had some rough years in, in their past would have a, a, a record like this. No, no, no. It's the Clippers that have it. And not only any Clipper team, not the bad teams of the 90s, not the bad teams of the early 2000s. No, 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 no. The Clippers team that has Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I mean, Kawhi Leonard was hurt. He didn't play. And Marcus Morris and Serge Ibaka. And who they have Ty Lue's well. Patrick Beverly. All of these great defensive players on their team. But yet you give up 51 points to the Dallas Mavericks. (laughs) Every time I try to get away from the Clippers, you guys just suck me right back in. I love it. I love it because whenever I can be able to speak about the Clippers, it, it, it brings my soul great joy because they're so bad, because they have no history. Because they have no identity. Because they live in the basement. Because their dehumidifiers and their space heaters didn't work in that game. (laughs) Y'all got to fix y'all stuff, man. Make sure that the space heaters are working. Check the plug. If the plug don't work, then you got to get another one. The dehumidifier, make sure you change in the water. Make sure you, you throw the water out. And then empty out the tray so it can be able to work properly. This is why y'all lost. Nobody can focus. Their head is hurting because of the mold and all that stuff. I, I get it. You couldn't concentrate. I understand. Do better. Do better next time, Clippers. But you guys love to make excuses. Paul Jones, oh, yeah, it's on me. I take full responsibility. No, 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 no. We're not going to let you off the hook like that, Paul George, where you can just be able to say things and everybody forgets. You're still the guy that chokes in the playoffs. You're now the guy responsible to have 51 hung on you when you're supposed to be the best team in the Western Conference, the team to be able to take down the Lakers and win a title. Really? Really? When the story is written on these 2021 Clippers, and everybody goes back and says, yo, remember when the Clippers got 51 hung on their head? Paul George's name and face will be right there Smack in the middle of it. And that's the guy that you paid $226 million? That's what you paid him for? For him to, hurt on me, I take full responsibility. No, 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 no. The organization needs to take full responsibility of putting you in that spot. Because you should never be there. That's the problem. So Clippers organization and Dwayne Haskins. If Dummy had a face... It would be you guys. And maybe one of you will be Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys on Saturday. Until then, it's
Stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Even Podcasts. Listen to the show on Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcasts. And don't forget to share, like, and hit that subscribe button. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.